0: All right. Everybody sounding good? All right. Hey. Mm. Hey, guys. Wait. I should save it. I should save the banter for in the show because anybody that was here two weeks ago, which. Um, <laughs> I guess you guys were here. <laughs> it's the first time I'd hosted in a while. Okay. And uh, I just sort of plowed through it. It was yeah. just, all right, next topic. <laughs> it was very hardball. Just. <laughs> Brass tacks. No nonsense. Love it. Banter has never been your strong suit. No. So it's, I, ugh, understandably. The, the less the better uh don't be alarmed uh, i actually I actually r- i'm using our new music that we had made like a year ago oh. just just hold on to your shit
1: has the show started is no it show? hasn't let's do it okay all right just checking.
0: i'm sorry i'm just trying to <laughs> I'm Just, <fucking> just <laughs> trying to be
1: personable that, what, what, what,
2: <laughs> being personable is not one of your strong suits <laughs> <No>. <laughs> roughly twenty four to ninety two hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show <laughs> called <laughs> Stab. Woo it's Stab!
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't want to clapping! Yeah. I didn't give an instructional yeah. in All right! Welcome to Stab. Oh, welcome one and all to the Stab program. This, oh, we've this got stab. that is Stab. Thank you, John wow. Austin. Maybe oh. I'll change that and take that back out of there. <laughs> uh, tonight oh, on Stab, it's Christy Farley Woo! sitting next to her. Stab. <laughs> Bill Wallace. Ow! And on the end over there, Chris Amory. Oh, and and I am your host, your special this guest host tonight, <laughs> Jesse Johnson. Hey, everybody! Woo-hoo! It's it's still weird standing up and doing the show. Usually, I'm over there, but I'm over here tonight because John Ross thinks he's a comedian. <laughs> Should I stand? Should we all stand? No, oh, no. okay. Um, I'm gonna be the one that's awkwardly leaning on a podium, like it's natural to me. Mm. Um, yeah, John's in in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think I could like that city less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sent him away for 100 miles so we can do the show. He's a, he's at the punchline, guys. He's trying to make it, he's trying to make his dreams come true at 41 with four kids. Because that usually happens? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's when people finally strike it rich.
1: Well, Rodney Dangerfield was uh, anyway, <laughs> well.
3: he's <You> just practicing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh yeah. You look like you keep having like a comment just perched there, Chris, just the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just keep missing my, my moment, so
2: I'll save it for the actual show, because I have things I can read off oh, the paper. Yeah, that's,
0: uh, well, for those of you that haven't seen the show, uh, it's going to go a lot like how it goes right now. Uh, first segment. Perfect. <laughs> first segment, reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what? does it now represent, and I'm realizing I got ahead of myself about talking about John because it's in the description here. Um, (laughs) The Oscars have decided if they can't have Kevin Hart, they won't have anybody, and they're going to go hostless this year for the first time in, you know, a while, Uh, and closer to home, there's no John Morris Ross IV again this week for Stab, so in honor of these two equally important news items about two equally famous and wealthy non-hosts, Today's acronym is No Host. N O H O S T. I just got. <laughs> <there>. I'm not <laughs> even You liar! Me. You no, really did just get that. No, yeah, I didn't even. No, that's all right, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's that actually sounds exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Christy, No Host. What is No Host to you?
3: So uh, No Host now means uh, Nebraska's only home of sassy turtles. <laughs> <laughs> We reached an average temperature of 12 degrees Fahrenheit here in Nebraska today. As you know, this weather is less than ideal for the state's dense population of sassy turtles. <laughs> in the freezing weather, the turtles with nowhere else to go can come stay at no Host, Nebraska's only home of sassy turtles. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a... This is how Nebraskans sound, I think. (laughs) For less than the price of a cup of coffee... Sounds right to me. You can make a monthly donation to help these turtles get the chili cheese dogs and Smirnoff ice sodas that they need. (laughs) Listen to this turtle who's living happily at no host. I'm sassy, classy, and trashy. (laughs) Ha ha, where's my vodka? (laughs) People ask me why I'm sassy. It's because most of my children were scooped up by seabirds before they reached the ocean. (laughs) I live in Nebraska. This is a landlocked state. (laughs) Slow and steady wins the race, but cheese and chili in my face. (laughs) Their spirit is heartwarming. (laughs) These turtles, no host means hope. Make a donation today. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy Parley.
0: <laughs> Nebraska's only home of sassy turtles. <laughs> and yes, I'm almost certain that's exactly what Nebraska Nailed it. natives sound like. <laughs> Especially <laughs> transplanted Nebraska turtles. Yeah, they, for sure. They picked that accent up pretty quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Billium. No host.
1: Okay, no host. Northern Ohio's House of Sausage Triumph. (laughs) That's right. Come relive all of Northern Ohio's greatest sausage-related successes. Like when Carter Harbuckle first coined the term sausage. Prior to that, it was simply known as a ground pig meat dildo. (laughs) Or the darkest day in sausage history, the first day apple was added to sausage. (laughs) forever spawning legions of careless individuals so caught up in being trendy that they don't realize they're ruining the very fabric of ground meat products as we know it. We also have notable historical sausage-related artifacts on display such as the hardened arteries of William Howard Taft. (laughs) And the very first picture of a teenager pretending a sausage is his penis. (laughs) You'll notice he's not smiling in the photograph because it was taken in 1847. (laughs) Come enjoy all of this and more at Northern Ohio's House of Sausage Triumph, or No Host, not to be confused with Sohost, or the Southern Ohio's House of Sexy Tubers. Carrots aren't sexy. <laughs>
0: Bill Wallace. So, So was that the entire reason we had to change the seating order? Was that bit? No. Or was it a future nope. bit? Oh shit! No. Oh, you ruined. Oh, the I tipped it. Of a Oh bit.
1: no, you tipped him off. But they don't know when it. They don't know when it's coming though.
0: <laughs> no, there's four more segments. It could be That's, any they time. They don't even know what's coming. Honestly, no, I forgot what I just said. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Chris Crispin, uh, no. Crispium. That is my middle name, Crispin. Chris Crispin. <laughs> Chris Crispin.
2: Uh, no hosts. Christopher Emery. Uh, so the, I was actually uh, really excited to see this because it's a real thing actually so uh, you've probably seen this on t-shirts or lunch boxes and thrift stores and not realize what it stood for I'm actually surprised nobody remembers this okay so uh, no host N-O-H-O-S-T is the acronym for a catchphrase from my fav- my second favorite sitcom to come out of the Ukraine in the <laughs> 1980s okay it's so funny it was called <laughs> Parker and the Goob and it was Ukraine's attempt at an authentic American sitcom right, so it was set in Boston, and it chronicled the lives of best friends John Parker and Bob Goober Vladislav, (laughs) the goob. (laughs) Uh, Parker, he was this real real successful business guy on Wall Street, and the goob was a layabout who was living off a settlement from the city after a pack of village dogs bit him in the shin. (laughs) (laughs) Classic tale. Uh, So you can imagine the goob, he was always messing things up for Parker. So Parker's catchphrase was N-O-H-O-S-T, nice one, head of stupid town. (laughs) So, you know, like the goob, he would drop his plate of cheeseburgers on Parker's new blue jeans and Parker would say, nice one, head of stupid town. Or like other things would happen like, the goob, he would, the goob would use Parker's new pair of blue jeans to wax his surfboard, which they lived in Boston. It was weird. There's no surfing, but um, whatever. And Parker would say, Nice one, head of stupid town. Uh, do you need another example? I mean, okay, yeah, I got one. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite episode. So uh, one time, the goob mistook Parker's cocaine for flour when he was making loaves of bread because the Harlem Globetrotters were coming to dinner. <laughs> And one thing led to another, and the goob ended up ruining, you guessed it, Parker's new pair of blue jeans. (laughs) (laughs) When Parker found out, he was so pissed, and he was like, you guys know the catchphrase, (laughs) do it together, nice Nice one, head head of stupid town. (laughs) (laughs) Classic.
0: Chris Emery. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, head of stupid town. (laughs) How did that work so well? (laughs) Oh, wait, Ah, nice one head of stupid time. Uh. yeah it's so you you can use it anywhere, oh yeah, <laughs> especially after I buck up transitions all right <laughs> second segment something we haven't done in a while. I, I pulled out a couple of them because I like doing different things um it's uh pickup lines uh each of our our wonderful guests here have composed three pickup lines, uh, either two i I let some freedom in this one. It can be to or from. The following things, because that's always confusing. Were they supposed to be pickup lines to this thing? Were they supposed to be pickup lines from? You can do either way. Nice. So three pickup lines. Each of them has a different one. Um, one at a time. We'll have to reset it each time, but that's all right. Um, Christy Farley, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your first of three pickup lines from a honeybee.
3: <laughs> My species is dying out at an alarming rate. Care to repopulate? <laughs> Oh,
0: Bill. Uh, First three pickup lines, to or from a pocket watch. Uh, Mine are from a pocket watch. Okay. (coughs) (coughs) This first
1: one is, uh, looks like it's time to get in your pants.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. That is the exact pickup (laughs) line. That's the one was the. one That's really the only one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm really (laughs) excited to see the other two because that was the one that I imagined. (laughs) Uh,
2: Chris. Uh, pick up lines to or from from uh, the Chinese space program. Okay, I chose uh, to say these from the perspective of someone who wants to fuck the Chinese space program. All right. pick, you're trying to pick up the Chinese space program. Yeah. All right. What's up, Chinese space program? <laughs> mm, you haven't seen a dong this big since the Dong Fang Hong One, which was the first space satellite of the People's Republic of China, launched successfully on April 24th, 1970. Oh!
4: <laughs>
0: All right. Now that I I've got the gist of where they're coming to or from, I don't have to I don't have to set them both up. So so Christy, second pickup line from a honeybee.
3: Are you a queen? Cause I'm royal jelly of you. <laughs> I don't know. It's bees. It's fucking bees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> these these bees are just making Hallmark cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are all in a box of school valentines. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bill, second from a pocket watch. You hear
1: that? Those are my hands. One is longer than the other.
0: (laughs) 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 It's clapping your wrist. Uh, I stand corrected. There are more than one pickup line from a pocket watch. I'm interested in the third. Chris, uh, second pickup line to the Chinese space program. I'm trying to fuck the Chinese We're space program. Trying to well. fuck the entire Chinese space program.
2: Yo, Chinese space program! Mm, you haven't had a Wang this good since you employed Liu Wang, Chinese pilot selected as part of the Shen spacecraft program. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true. They haven't had a wang that good. Uh finally final final of 3 Christy 2 or from a honeybee.
3: Honeybee. What are you? Some kind of fruit? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, there's an underlying sadness to all of the
0: honeybees' pickup line. It's desperation. (laughs) Definitely. It's coming from a place of necessity. (laughs) Bail, third pickup line from a pocket watch.
1: All right. Uh, I have jewels, but you can't have them. They're inside me, and they're an integral part of what keeps me alive. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. That's absolutely true. Uh, Chris, let's finish off these pickup lines with one more time trying to fuck the Chinese space program. That's right.
2: Oh, shit, Chinese space program. Uh, I know you love things that are hung. That's why you put a Hung Yun satellite on board your LM 11 rocket to improve your space based communications network, girl. <laughs>
0: Girl, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, why not? That's the pickup lines to and from those things: a honeybee, a pocket, a very desperate honeybee, a kind of creepy pocket watch, <laughs> and Chris Emery to the Chinese face. <laughs> uh, third segment, we're just hurtling along. Third of five, uh, it's Department of Tourism. Congratulations, folks. You've all been hired as the tourism directors of the following cities. Please make us want to vacation or move there. Why don't you? Christy, you're closer than you are on the page. You're the second one. Uh, Christy Farley, uh, you are making us want, you're trying to make us want to come to Crispin Gloverton.
3: Come to the brilliant but underappreciated Crispin Gloverton. A land entirely devoted to the incomparable Crispin Glover. You've seen him in such films as River's Edge and Willard. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> how about Reuben and Ed? No. Well, he was the armless guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. Also no. Okay, how about, how about George McFly in Back to the Future? Oh. Ah. I knew I'd get you with that one. And I know, the aging makeup was spot on. He's 57 now, you should check it out, it was very good. (laughs) Come and see the terrific dichotomy of being being an American icon and barely recognizable at the same time. Our landscapes are as varied as Glover's career (laughs) from the sandy beaches. I saying it wrong? Uh, Glover? Glover? Uh, I don't know. Pretty Guy, sure it's Glover. He, he's an American icon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Glover's career. Glover. From the Glover, <laughs> from the sandy beaches of Charlie's Angels to the sad, dry, rocky, rocky mountains of Open Season 2 and 3. <laughs> it's true. He played a poodle. Yeah. Crispin <laughs> is an American treasure. Never mind the fact that you haven't seen him in 40 years. He's a genius. So book your trip today. I mean, between you and me, he kind of needs it. (laughs) (laughs) Crispin Gloverton.
0: Uh, I I do apologize. I don't know where it came from. It's just Crispin Gloverton. Uh, It sounded funny to me. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Christy. Uh, Bill, please try to make us come to Grass is Always Greenerville. I will try to make you come. Oh, you.
1: Grass is always Greenerville. I'm not gonna lie, I had a hard time with this one. Um, Welcome to Grass is Always Greenerville, bro. (laughs) Where our grass is like totally always greener than that bunk shit where you just came from. (laughs) Not to like badmouth your hometown or anything, though, dude, because we're totally not into that shit here and Grass is Always Greenerville, man. Anyway, we have a shit ton of cool shit to do here. (laughs) First, the dispensaries. Don't waste your money. I got a dude that's way cheaper. His name's O.J., but not like Orange Juice. It's O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Next up, fast food restaurants. We got them. Like, all of them. Even Shake Shack, Biscuitville, White Castle, Bojangles, Friendly's, Taco Time, Culver's, Iceberg Drive-In, Golden Crust, Sheets, Skyline (laughs) Chili, Runza, Pals, Sudden Service, Danny and Clyde's, Harold's, Chicken Shack, Winstead's, Givion, Famous Foods, Burgerville... Yeah, I bet at least half of those you didn't even know know existed, but they're all real. They're all 100% real, currently functioning fast food restaurants. And the only place you can get all of them is Grass Is Always Greenerville. Yeah, that's what I thought. Welcome home. (laughs) Bill Wallace.
0: Grass Is Always Greenerville. Uh, Chris. Please make us want to visit Tube-top-topia.
2: Come one, come all to Tube-top-topia, where everyone wears tube tops. A truly perfect place for anyone who is not grossed out by the human stomach, no matter how misshapen or how robust it may be. We don't shame anyone's body here. It's a safe space to let your... Tum Tums finally breathe and not be constricted by society's unrealistic beauty standards. Let those guts strut, y'all. <laughs> when in Tube Toptopia, dine in any of our fine restaurants, just be aware that not a one, not a single one, has a passing score from the health department <laughs> due to all of the exposed skin. Enjoy our amazing nightlife at Tube Toptopia's number one club abs <laughs> dance the night away to the roof crumbling beats of dj bernie midriff <laughs> fair warning to the bo intolerant however without sleeves to soak up most of the stench some have compared the aroma of the dance floor to that of being suffocated by dom Deloise's armpit <laughs> the club scene not your thing head to my favorite pub belly up (laughs) for more low-key tube-top experience. You see the theme? Maybe you're a fan of sandwiches and erotica. Then slip on over to the only strip club opened at lunchtime. Stretch marks. (laughs) Buy souvenirs at our downtown shopping district. Just keep those pocketbooks hidden. Crime happens to be a real problem here because we don't have police. Only a naval force. (laughs) Get it, <laughs> naval. Yeah, we thought it was cute at first, <laughs> staying on theme and all, but it turns out to be a real problem not having police. Uh, as long as criminals don't commit any crime near the shore, there's not really any stu- There's not really any stopping them. Uh, my landlord was human trafficked last week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here at Tube Toptopia. <laughs> An exposed tummy is an exposed heart. So bring them love handles on over and leave most of your valuables at home. <laughs> tube, tube top-topia.
0: Oh, it, this, is, this keeps... I'm There it is. <laughs> ah. Said uh, human I'm gonna blame it on the old. What? Yeah, I, the, the invention of the term "human trafficked." <laughs> also, <laughs> Is that not a term? It might be. Man. But I just.
1: I, I also think it was really funny. I was like reading along as you were reading, <laughs> and it, he had written, he had typed out, "Get it, na- <laughs> naval." <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs>
0: well, you got to make sure. You I know. don't want to forget to no. be should, candid. You <laughs> don't read his stage directions on there. <laughs> Blink once. <laughs> act timid. Get it? No, it's, it's all there on the page. Uh, all right. Fourth segment. One another like deep cut that we haven't done in a long time. So hopefully you guys don't hate that I pulled it back out, but uh, I enjoy. It's verses v versus. Uh I just want the the three guests here to tell me who would win a fight win in a fight between the following and why. Uh, Christy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I have to keep saying it like that. I apologize. Christy. Because it's, it's a common name. Mm-hmm. It's not like... It's, uh, Christy. It's, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't warrant
2: that sort of emphasis. I'm um, glad that you're adding the banter in this episode. Yeah. The other I'm
0: just, just stretching out. I'm feeling more comfortable standing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: stretch, I'm stretching out.
0: <laughs> I don't think... I don't get the impression that you are glad that I'm adding more banter. Oh, no, I'm so sarcastic. <laughs> no, yeah. oh, I wrote yeah. it down oh. in my notes. Be sarcastic
2: <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Parentheses,
0: sassy. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, Christy. <laughs> uh, she said it like a robot. <laughs> well, State. Take all the emphasis out of it. Uh, versus B versus. Who would win in a fight between stick or sticks versus stones versus words?
3: Okay, so I really had to think about this one. This was a head-scratcher. Um, so you remember that old adage? <laughs> i already screwed it up. I've already screwed it up. That's okay. all right. We are, I already forgot. Do you, remember <laughs> Do you remember that old adage your mom used to tell you, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? What a load that was. Honestly, I still remember this kid in sixth grade, Destiny, who said, why would anyone ever want to date you? <laughs> Or in fourth grade when Shelby said, you're really bad at math and I'm smarter than you and I'm going to get into honors classes and you're not. BT dubs. I got in and she didn't. I was like, oh, 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 what, bitch? (laughs) Or in eighth grade when Joseph said, I looked like I just ate a dozen donuts. It's been 15 years and I still, it still stings. (laughs) I would rather have a barrage of sticks and stones thrown at me. But here's the reason why words win this one. Shelby and Destiny, they're married. They're young and married and they have children and they stayed in my hometown and my hometown sucks. (laughs) And then Joseph, he's in jail. True story. So here's some words for them. I'm a guest on a comedy podcast and you aren't. <laughs> and you want to know why? It's because I'm interesting and attractive and smart and I unimpassionably love donuts. <laughs> so moral of the story is don't be a bully and use your words for good. Also, donuts is fire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Chrissy Parley, sticks be stones be words. Sounds about right. Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill Billy, Billy Wallace. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that in
0: <laughs> a,
1: a couple decades.
0: Hey, Billy. <laughs> Laps, Billy. Uh,
1: <laughs> that sounds about right.
0: Yes. Uh, Bill Wallace. Who would win in a fight between all of the ants in the world and all of the aunts in the world? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, l- I liked this one. Um, I went like purely just like anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I went with all of the ants um, just because I figure there's like a lot more ants uh, than aunts like by volume, <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> right like and I feel like the ants would just go into like the eyes and the ears and the mouths and the, <laughs> the noses and the butts and the genitals. <laughs> And just eat them from the inside out. So I would, put, I would put my personal money on the ants.
0: Sure, In that situation. That's a straightforward, very logical breakdown of <laughs>
1: it. Using the old noggin. All right, Bill,
0: Bill, Wallace, ants versus ants. Nice. Uh, to be completely honest, that was the first thing I wrote for this show. Was
2: <laughs> you started at that and yeah, worked your way? It was out. all.
0: It was all downhill from ants versus ants. <laughs> Uh, everything else I wrote was just second to ants versus aunts.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, Chris versus, 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 who would win in a fight between internet trolls
2: and troll dolls? All right, people. This would be a hell of a brawl. Okay, in one corner, you have the internet troll, right? A cowardly shitster who needs to ruin other people's day just to feel alive. And in the other corner... The troll doll, an inanimate child's toy, <laughs> that can't move or breathe or anything. Man, talk about a tough bout. Huh? <laughs> okay, so the internet troll probably is filled with rage from not from being a virgin and not being loved by his or her parents. Okay, so that might come in handy if this fight goes to the ground. <laughs> However, the troll doll is literally just a piece of plastic with hair. That, That can't even move its arms. So that would make it hard for the troll doll to successfully execute a rear naked (laughs) choke. Okay. Um, So I gotta give the ground game to the internet troll. Okay. Now, in the stand up department, you know, fisticuffs, the troll doll can physically stand up. We've seen it, it's got flat feet. But the internet troll is a sentient being with thoughts and the ability to use his or her fists. So I guess the striking category goes to the internet troll. Man, Jesse, this is turning into a real one-sided bout. It's a bloodbath. Okay. Um, Oh, wait a minute. The troll doll does have that magic gem in its belly. But then again, it has no consciousness to tell it when to use it. Plus, that's also made out of plastic. Well, shit, dude. I guess I'd have to say the internet... Oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) I wrote that. (laughs) Hold up. I just thought of something as I'm reading it on my paper. Um, I forgot about one thing, okay? Internet trolls are spineless little turds who say all the fucked up shit they want because they're wieners who hide behind a computer screen. So they would never actually show up to a real fight in the first place. So the winner is the Troll Dolls. Yay! Yeah.
1: Uh, I actually, I didn't see that coming and I'm super happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like really good. It's just good
0: just Notice the male side of the panel were very logical. Breaking things down like the tail of the tape. There's no fantastical whimsy in the
2: in the no, male space. I was right? thinking in terms of how would Joe Rogan do this? <laughs> sure.
1: I think we're, we're probably just both on the spectrum. If we're being,
2: <laughs> if we're being 100% honest with Nobody own. here isn't. <laughs> I'm really good at math.
0: <laughs> there it is. Even late on that one. Yay. All right. That was V versus Beavers. One more. Finally, you guys can go back out in the rain. I'm sorry. Uh, we're wrapping it up with dating profiles of the fictional and or non-fictional uh, Gentlemen and lady person, please ha- have uh, composed the dating profiles of the following fictional or non-fictional things: uh, Christy Farley. Uh, <laughs> 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 I just couldn't do it even once. Okay. Um, Christy, a uh, your give us the dating profile of a C student at Hogwarts. Okay. <laughs>
3: up y'all my name's derek spelled d-a-r-y-k i'm 18 i'm a hogwarts student i'm a quidditch whiz and i'm a ravenclaw y'all they took my wand away because i accidentally flooded my potions class with parasitic leeches with mustaches But you can still expecto some good times on my patronum. <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> <Yeah>. Respect. <laughs> Catch my number in the down below. I'm looking for a witchy woman so I can see how high she flies. No ghosts, no fatties, and no fat ghosts. Waving cloud. Christy
0: Farley dating profile is C student at Hogwarts. Hogwarts who loves classic rock. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Witchy woman?
4: <laughs> uh,
0: was not expecting that. So he's been in. Rape, uh, he's been in Hogwarts for a long time.
1: He <laughs> yeah, He's just been a, held back. A while. Yeah, just, he's
3: like. He's like a, seventy. Yeah,
0: just a forty-two-year-old
3: sophomore. <laughs>
0: I'm trying it again. (laughs) I
3: said I'd go back and I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm finishing it for me. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't for anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) I'll learn how to conjure pot. (laughs) Bill Wallace. Yes. Uh, Please have written the dating profile from a laser disc. (laughs) Uh...
1: Laser disc, 61 years old. I looked that up. It's true. It was invented in 58. Wow. Um, large, shiny, have two fathers, David Paul, Greg, and James Russell. Fun facts about me, I'm like a record-sized DVD. Uh, I was the first commercial optical disc storage medium, humble brag. Uh, my friends call me Disco Vision, uh, but I don't have many of those. Uh, you know, but there are two sides to me, both capable of holding about an hour of standard definition viewing pleasure.
4: <laughs>
1: I was pretty famous in Southeast Asia in the late 80s and early 90s, but enough about me. I'm just looking for a girl with a big old tray for me to slide into. <laughs> Call me, I'm huge. No ghosts, no fatties,
0: <laughs>
1: no fat ghosts.
0: <laughs> Bill Wallace, Laserdisc. And now I'm actually, I'm glad I tipped the uh, the upcoming uh, second hit on the, 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 the one two callback. Then it's, it seemed more satisfying. Yeah, it's a good payoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been sincere. I would swear it really was. Nothing you have said tonight has <laughs> sounded sincere in <laughs> it's the least. True. List.
2: <laughs> hey, Parker and the Goob is a real show. Is it oh. really? No. Oh.
0: God damn it. Nice one. <laughs>
2: Head, of Stupid, Head of, of Stupid Town? You got remember <laughs> that catchphrase. I was
0: trying to remember host. Okay. Uh, all right. Chris Emery, Christopher, um, please wrap up this episode with your dating prof- profile from the perspective of that
2: fucking guy. Did you add the fucking to it? No, it was on there. Oh, shit. Okay. I'll pivot. <laughs> 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 Name. That fucking guy. Sex, male. Age, late 20s, the mid 40s. <laughs> Sexual orientation, gimme that puss. <laughs> <laughs> Hobbies, getting in bar fights, putting my long, greasy hair into a man bun, <laughs> slack lining, bringing up my trip to Amsterdam right after you say you just got back from Santa Cruz, getting naked at parties forgetting my wallet when we go out to the bar, correcting people's grammar, saying the word (laughs) noise, posting workout selfies, hitting on the cashier at Trader Joe's, (laughs) making planking videos, (laughs) explaining the benefits of the keto diet, (laughs) talking about politics at a funeral, (laughs) stealing the jokes from memes I come across and posting them as my own musings, and dabbing. <laughs> I couldn't read that. <laughs> Looking for literally anyone who will put up with me. No fatties. <laughs> that's it. That's the I thought that no fatties callback would hit, but it really no didn't actually. In, that was improvised. It? it wasn't there. Oh that's the end of <laughs> Alright, let's do it over. The whole show. Fuck it.
1: You got another
0: prompt in there? Rita. Let's just ad lib one. I sincerely mean that was a very good episode. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> That's it at stab. Thank you all for coming out. Uh, this is this is a theme song end of the show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start that again because there's not enough for me to finish. Uh, thanks for coming out, at stab. Uh, we're here every Friday night, 10 p.m. here at at stab. Uh, please come check out some episodes or listen to us online. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, probably, Stitcher, Bumble, uh, cr- Crackle. We're on the... I don't know. You wish you were on Crackle. <laughs> we're on, we're, we do very much wish we were on Crackle. Tony
1: Crackle, man, that shit
0: is fire, <laughs> <That's> bro. Really, <laughs> I, want, I want to be on Crackle. It's free. Crackle. You got to get up on that IMDb free dive, though. Oh, yeah. And- crackle, pickup up please. That'd be great. Uh, Thank you all for coming out. Please come check us out again. Listen to the show. Like us. review, Review us on Yelp. Why not? Good night, everybody.